0: Welcome professional wrestling fans to the PW Fan. The PW Fan is the ultimate pro wrestling podcast created by the fans for the fans. This is episode 95 and we are on our way to 100. We've got another action-packed show lined up for you. I am your host, the grumpy old-school wrestling fan, collector, barber, and musician, talk wrestling, Tim Gilbert.
1: And I'm your host, the architect of pro wrestling podcast, Funko Pop Collector, and now that NFL uh, football has started, not to uh, get confused with Jeremy's football. Uh, Steelers fan, Booker Andy.
2: I'm also hosting no sound wrestling
0: indie fan and football lover, Jeremy. Jeremy likes that real football from across the pond, as they say. Over <laughs> in the. <laughs> all, of our, all of our UK listeners are eye rolling right now. All right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, today we will be discussing and reviewing Dark Side of the Ring. Marty Jannetty. Well, guys, there's a lot to unpack there, but we will, we'll get there when we get there. L.A. Knight and The Miz cut a hell of a segment, cut a hell of a promo on each other. Uh, CM Punk eh, starting a little drama and more. Before we get started, please make sure to check out youtube.com backslash the pw fan pod, or uh, let me just say it's at the pw fan pod to be specific. So you can comment, like, and subscribe. By doing this, you're helping us grow the page, get on your recommended for you page. You guys are the reason why we do this show every week, and with your continued help, we'll be able to grow the show. Uh, to uh... <laughs> let me redo that. And with your continued help, we will be able to grow this show to new heights. Uh, help us uh, get the PW fan name out there with getting our awesome and wearable merch. We've got five unique t-shirt designs on ProWrestlingTees.com backslash the PW fan. Three different PW fan designs, two different Booker Andy shirts. Very cool stuff. You're our soldiers out in the world, so wear that logo loud and proud Uh you guys help us out so much for all of the social media. You want to find us at the PW fan and don't forget to follow, like subscribe, leave a review, all that stuff. Your feedback really helps us out and stick around to the end where I do my classic show of the week, whether you're a new fan or old, I won't do you wrong with these classic show recommendations. Well, Andy, like usual, the last few weeks, we've been starting with dark side of the ring. I'm going to pass it over to you. Let's talk about this Marty Jannetty episode, dude.
1: It was pretty wild. <laughs> Alright, so yes, this week's episode of Dark Side of the Ring was about Marty Janetti, and it was the season finale as well. So this will be the last week we will be talking about Dark Side of the Ring until it comes back, probably... Oh, this might be the last season because of Vice, actually.
2: Yeah, Well, yeah, it was a season finale, at least for this one.
1: So, they never said series finale, it's season finale, but we'll, we'll just see. Uh, yeah, they
2: might continue on YouTube or something, but...
1: Yeah, who knows? Um so yes, this episode was on Marty Ginetti. Former known for being a former tag team member with Shawn Michaels in the Rockers. Um, I'm gonna pass it to one of you guys. Give us kind of the cliff notes of Marty Gennetti's crazy antics and life. Um well, this I'll, episode talked about.
0: I'll start with the the early career stuff because I figured you would pass it to me for that anyway. So uh, Marty starts with Shawn Michaels in the AWA. They meet as young guys. They're told that they're going to be a tag team, and they make their name the Midnight Rockers. So it's kind of a ripoff of the uh, the Midnight Express and the Rock and Roll Express, so you got the Midnight Rockers. And recently on a Cornette episode, uh, they even talked about how the Midnight Rockers were basically just a ripoff of the Rockers and the Midnight Express, and the Fantastics. So uh, so they, they're doing that for a while. They're getting over in the AWA. They get an opportunity in WWF, and keep in mind, this is very much the Cliff Notes version, but they get an opportunity in WWF. Now, at this point, they're known for being big partiers, young guys, lots of women, drinking, blah, 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 drugs, drugs. Um, so when they get to the WWF, their reputation the reputation has already made its way there. And uh, there's a guy named Jimmy Jack Funk, and they're out in a bar. And he comes up to him, and he says, I heard you guys are big partiers, and then eats a glass. So then Shawn Michaels is like, oh, yeah, watch this. <laughs> and then breaks a glass over his head, and then they tear up the bar, apparently. Long story short, the next day or the, that week, Vince McMahon fires him. They go around, do some more territory stuff. They get another shot in WWF where they become the Rockers as we you know, know them now. They're a tag team for a while. Really big, got over a lot. Young, doing high-flying moves, tandem offense, stuff that people haven't really seen that much before on mainstream television. And then uh, they apparently got into a big fight in real life where Marty uh, beat the hell out of Shawn, which leads to Sean going to Vince McMahon and politicking, saying, I want to be a singles. And then Vince goes to the two of them and makes it seem like it's his idea. And says, oh, I think I'm going to split you up. And apparently Sean was like, I'm in. Like, it just immediately it was like, yep, sounds immediately. good. And then,
2: uh, also, the fact that Sean threw him out of a window to start that fight right, between the right. two.
1: And then he would end up throwing him through the barbershop window in that segment that breaks them up. So
0: then it culminates in a big segment on the barbershop with Brutus the Barber Beefcake, where Brutus the Barber Beefcake is playing the character of like the the mediator. He's like, "Come on, guys, can't you work it out?" Blah blah blah. They make it seem like they're going to for a minute. Boom! Marty, uh, or sorry, excuse me, Sean hits the super kick, picks up Marty throws him through the window in the barbershop thus causing the end of the rocker, the rockers and the Shawn Michaels heartbreak kid character is born from there. So uh and from there Shawn Michaels goes on to be probably the best wrestler of all time argu- arguably and Marty Jannetty unfortunately has a lot of personal demons and problems and he does not have the same path. Uh Jeremy anything you want to add in
1: on there for from- well, what I was going to say before Jeremy talks is that mm. what I got out of this episode is that Marty Janetti, uh, kind of, uh, is the one that stood in his own way when it came to, um, opportunities and going further. Yes. Yeah.
2: He seems like he had a lot of, a lot of the tip, I don't I don't want to say typical, but like the common issues, I guess, that a lot of wrestlers had back then, uh, with the drugs or alcohol and everything else, um. But the one thing that I thought was like wild at the towards the end of the episode was, him, like first I thought it was kind of funny that he only posts on Facebook, like he doesn't know any other social media platform. But I was thought like that was like perfect. That was um, what he should be on. Yeah, but
0: we we should. Add he in... posted
2: about or sorry. God.
0: No, no, no. You go ahead. I want you to finish uh, what you were saying first, and then I'll get into his ankle injury.
2: Oh yeah, his ankle. That was if you didn't see it in the clip that was that was awful um, but yeah so he would post on Facebook and he called them uh, wrestling storylines basically as like telling stories um, but then he said this one about basically killing a person who when he was 12 or 13 years In old a bowling alley. Yeah, behind a bowling alley because the guy was basically trying to uh, pretty sure he was like insinuating that he was trying to rape him like the older guy was trying to rape him and then he ended up killing him and then he was like, if I did do it, then...
1: worst storyline for wrestling. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> she, it was like, the producer was like... It's well, so for my company. Hypothetical. Yeah. He's he like, if you did do it, what would have happened then? He was like, they actually went to the bowling alley uh, area. And he's like, well, then we would take you know the body and dump it in the river out back. I'm like, this is way too specific to be like... If I mean, I did do it. I mean, yeah, I feel the like...
1: cops did end up doing an investigation and couldn't yeah. find anything about a missing I want to be, I want to be careful. So he's like, there was some truth right. and there wasn't. <laughs> I want to be careful because
0: we're recording, but the story was sus. Yeah. as far as it was. It seems like <laughs> the cops did investigate. Yeah, I mean that possibly he wasn't proven
2: guilty or anything like that. So
0: okay, let me just say this then: it's a fucking weird thing to make up, bizarre. Weird bat. Yeah, hundred percent.
1: Right. <laughs> Thinking that that's gonna get people. Yeah. Wanting to see you wrestle again. Also, yeah, with his ankle, the dude can has oh. to like stop mid match. And um, one thing we kind of skipped over is that he almost had a chance. He says he had, you know, a contract waiting for him to come back in WWE after doing the match with yeah, the Michaels in the early 2000s, and then he would end up messing that up by I believe uh, getting arrested. Yeah, yeah, he did. Um, So that wraps up Dark Side of the Ring. Again, that'll be the last time we talk about Dark Side of the Ring for a while, at least. Um, So let's jump into Raw this past week. Cody Rhodes opened up the show um, to, I guess you could say, basically say that he is ready to take on anyone. Um, Basically. He also talked... He also talked a little bit about Brock Lesnar shaking his hand at the end of the match at SummerSlam.
2: Which I'm sure you guys talked about, but that was unplanned, right? Yeah. That was pretty cool.
1: According to things I have read online, like...
2: I also thought it was funny that he would kept lifting Cody's, like, hurt shoulder every time he would raise his arm.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, Cody's out there, though. It's not long, though, after saying that he can, he's ready to take on anyone that Seth Rollins would come out. Um, Which kind of teased, like, oh, maybe they're going to, you know, ignite this feud again. But it wouldn't take long before the Judgment Day interrupted, uh, before Cody could respond to him. Um, Which then, once they're out there, Damian Priest would uh, basically say that what happens with the titles on Raw um, is his say because he has the Money in the Bank briefcase. Uh, Finn was not out there with them at first, I believe, but... Uh, he would appear um, yeah, out of nowhere to attack Rollins um, while Priest and Dominic went after Cody Rhodes. And then Sami Zayn would end up coming out, making the save, and help uh, send you know Judgment Day on their way. This would set up our main event of the night, which was supposed to be Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins, and Sami against the Judgment Day. But we'll get to what happened with that later. Um, thought it was a good opening segment. But they did. They think they did get us with the whole Cody and Rollins thing. But I think we all know Cody. Cody's got the other belt, you know, in mind. It's the yeah. WWE title he wants, not the World Heavyweight. Yeah, it's not what he came back for. <laughs> no, no. Um. So shortly after that, we had the Intercontinental Championship number one contender Fatal Four Way: Ricochet, Chad Gable, Tommaso Ciampa, and Matt Riddle. Um. I thought this was a good match, even if I'm not. Too big of a fan of Fatal Four Way sometimes, but uh, we talked about him last week, I believe. Chad Gable would end up winning this. It's probably uh,
2: getting pushed a little bit.
1: You know, I don't know if they did that because they were in his hometown that night, or because they liked what he did in the five minute challenge with Gunther, or if this was just the plan all along. But um I Hopefully think we're all it's fans of Chad push. Gable. Yeah. Yeah. Do I see him beating Gunther? No. No. <laughs> So, yeah, Chad Gable would be there. He would have his, a nice moment out there with um, his son, who he picked up and carried around the ring for a little bit, who was also dressed in a matching singlet of Chad Gable. Then we had a segment with uh, Becky Lynch, I believe, and she would deliver a promo about facing Trish, I believe, this week, as in tonight. <clears throat> sorry. Easy, Anna. Um, Sorry, but... uh. <laughs> Per usual, lately, she was interrupted by Zoe Stark. Um, And then, kind of out of nowhere, Shayna Baszler would come out, and she had a better reaction than she had had in the past, maybe because of the Ronda match. But she did end up saying that she sent Ronda packing, so I think we are to believe that Ronda is done with WWE, even if that was her last match. Um, She does have a black eye. I believe it's from that knee. That Rhonda gave her during that match. That looked rough. Because uh, uh, Becky would end up saying, Shayna, you look rough. And she said, you should see Ronda Rousey. <laughs> um, this would lead, though, to a match with Shayna. Uh, Shayna, Shayna and Zoe Stark would actually have an uh, all right match uh, with Becky on commentary, which was kind of funny if you saw all the lemonade stuff she was doing. She was drinking lemonade out there. She was doing a bunch of funny yeah, things on commentary. Oh yeah! Didn't she spray out though, like lemonade at some point? Yeah,
2: but like because that's what Triple H said. It was like you have to make a uh, lemonade out of lemons.
1: Gotcha. So that's why she she had. He that.
2: said it in the post co- post press conference after SummerSlam because she wasn't oh, on.
1: Oh, okay. So yeah, he
2: said something like that, and she's been. But well, obviously, doing it was that.
1: allowed on TV, so it's not like she brought yeah, out lemonade. I'm sure, like
2: the that. are good with it, though.
1: As far as uh, you know, we're
0: talking about the women's wrestling and like, do, and I'm trying to think of the best way to describe this. Do you th- feel like there's any part of you guys that maybe feels like the, uh, the popularity, I guess I, I'm trying to think maybe that's not the right word, but women's wrestling for the last five years has been like really big, especially with Charlotte and Becky and you have like big stars, especially Rhea now. And But does any part of you feel like some of that might be like wearing off a little bit like now that
1: because like now they're,
0: they're not being they're not being like in the prominent spots that they were like a few months ago they were many main eventing pay-per-views yeah. or last year
1: I don't think I don't think it's the I mean it's not I don't think it's the matches or anything I just think like any story male or female you need to have a in interesting story promo battle yeah everything and if the writers don't come up with something that's great you know it seems like all the male stuff going on right now has a pretty interesting storyline whether it's yeah they haven't night and miz they
2: they haven't put in a lot more creative i think for the women which if they wanted to have the same amount of the past five years of equalness of women and men they need to put in the same amount of creative
0: so for me, I, I I side definitely with you guys. I think it's the lack of creative rather than the 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 love of women's wrestling wearing off or whatever. Um, but I will say, as when f- it's it it good, like, it's good. I mean, it sounds like those that someone behind the scenes, not Triple H, but someone whether it's the writers or somebody, it might be wearing off on them because they're not putting the same amount of importance or. We're trying as hard. It feels like. Do you
2: think it could be because of the new like merger? Like you know, they're finally doing that, um, bringing that deal together. Like you know, Triple H isn't on the board of WD anymore because of that, and now uh, I don't know. I feel like there's going to be some other changes because the, the that I don't know what the company is called, but the UFC company. NDA. So,
0: so you, I mean, that's the thing. Could could things be coming down from the top? These big of this big company being like we want we want to see more men stars or like I mean we don't know this is yeah, all speculation te- it's all speculation te- yeah technically Vince is still the
2: head of WD for everything like he's on the board he's the chairman again you know all that stuff so
1: he Has couldn't been too much though since his back surgery I
2: don't know That's I think it was, I mean I it feel just like they, people say this
1: it's just weird that you know
0: women were going from main eventing pay per views and Raws and Smackdowns to all of a sudden they're not even like bear- not even on pay per view, you know? It's weird.
1: Yeah. I oh, don't know. Rhea's still like super over. Um, I think is pretty popular She wrestles like, right like now. a guy. Charlotte Flair's kidding. still around. Just kidding. We're <laughs> <laughs> not going to get into that again. Um, I don't know I'm I'm hoping, you know, Shayna keeps getting pushed Again, I think last week I mentioned it I was a big fan of Shayna As the queen of spades in uh, NXT That whole, um, her dominance That kind of went down Now her gimmick with Rondagon is Now she's the baddest woman in WWE She beat the baddest woman Yeah So now she is, so It'll be interesting how they push her moving forward, but the crowd responded to her when she came out. Nice little pop. Not like, you know, anything too crazy, but better than what it had been previously. Um, let's get into, though, what Tim had mentioned at the beginning of the show I wanted to talk about. Uh, the Miz came out, and he would end up having a segment with uh, L.A. Knight. Now, L.A. Knight is a technically a SmackDown um, superstar, but he came out... Uh, out here tonight, I think they showed a video that happened backstage earlier where Ms. was going to interview, but then it was going to get stopped because there was something going over on the other way with LA Knight getting, like, photo shoot or something. Uh, Miz was kind of jealous that the A-lister is getting pushed aside for the megastar LA Knight. Um, so I can't remember exactly the kind of things that were said um, I know Miz basically saying it took you know LA Knight a long time to get here, and LA Knight uh, defended himself by saying um, basically he took so long to do a bunch of stuff to make sure that he was undeniable, I believe.
2: Yeah, he also... Because Miz was trying to do the thing of like, uh, what have you done for the past 20 years? Because he wasn't in WWE, which I hate when WWE does this because at the like nothing else exists, which is so annoying to me. But... I like like La Knight basically was went down like they don't want to take a chance on me because I'm dangerous like no
1: one is, and he called uh, Miz safe and then yeah. Miz would kind of he
2: got upset about
1: that se- he's good he Which, seemed, like real anger it seemed like that time smack promo with Brian Danielson but,
0: but Daniel or Brian Danielson Daniel Bryan said the same thing he said like you're you're safe you're whatever you safe that's, worker and that's when he wigged out and was like that's why I never get injured, and you're fucking whatever. Right? <laughs> yeah. But, dude, like, I, I think The Miz sometimes, like, gets, like, actually, like, pissed. like where like, I mean, he uses it really well, then. I mean, he's pretty good.
1: Well, so how do you guys feel about this promo segment in general, and how do you th- feel about the feud?
0: Well, the thing that Miz got I mean, really mad about was he said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk over you straight into the main event where I belong. And then Miz really got pissed and was like, I am the main event. I am the main event. You're in the main event with me. I am you know. the main event. <laughs> and I'm like, damn. Do you guys
1: like mad. this for you, though? I like it when two guys are really good on the mic.
2: Yeah, I, I didn't think I would want this one because, like, I don't know. It felt like the Miz hasn't done much other than lose to, like, Snoop Dogg WrestleMania. But it's actually pretty good. After like after this promo, I'm I'm good with it. Uh,
0: I'm, I'm well, good I it. With... I think they know that. Sorry, going. No, I was gonna say I'm good with it. I I think it'll be a fun feud for the next couple months, just as like a placeholder to figure out what they're gonna do with L.A. Knight next. It's just one of those things where you're like, I mean, come on, L.A. Knight's gonna come out of this feud on top. Like, there's no way the Miz is gonna be like. The man at the end of this thing.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, at the end of the segment, the man, uh, the Miz was the man because uh, they would go at it with one another, and Miz would end up uh, putting down La Knight. I thought La Knight put him down. Uh, La Knight put him
0: down with his weird. uh, Oh no! Sorry, sorry.
1: He was put down by La Knight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: Put him down with his weird stunner thing. Stunner, uh, <laughs> stunner, Dude, diamond he, he cutter. A little thing.
1: different, all right. Yeah. Just because he does a stunner and comes out with a vest doesn't mean he's a stone cold knockoff, all right. Mm. <laughs> and talks like the rock, all right. <laughs> um,
0: My man made a super so yeah, character. Th- this is
1: just the beginning of the feud. We'll have to see where where this goes. Um, same uh, same as name would be attacked backstage by JD McDonough, who is now um, they finally have found something to do with him involving the Judgment Day and Finn Balor. Um, so, Shinsuke Nakamura would end up replacing him in tonight's main event, a uh, six-man tag. Shitstain? Kofi Kingston would re Nakamura. Um, the New Day would return. I think Kofi was the one that was actually injured. New Day returns and defeats the Viking Raiders, who is just... I don't even know what they're doing with them anymore. They haven't done anything? They're on TV all the time, but they're like... Usually it's been with like the Alpha Academy and stuff. You yeah, guys hear
2: like what are those matches they call? It? Did you the guys Viking see matches that? Or whatever um, they do?
0: Did you guys see that Big E? Pretty much said that like it's not looking good. I heard
1: he was backstage.
0: Yeah, but I I, yeah, I, I saw. he's done, I, right? I saw him post that like it's it, it's probably a no go on him ever wrestling again.
1: God so, damn it, yeah. Ridge Holland! I know. I know. Bro, chill. I'm sure he's got to stop doing that. I'm sure he'll come out at some point. I wonder if he'll come out, though, and do a retirement kind of thing like they've done with some of the oh, bigger stars nice. in the past. Yeah, Just a, a nice send off. So, um, you know what's crazy yes,
0: is the, as I was still recording the podcast, and this won't really mean much to the, the listeners, but you guys will be like, holy crap. I was still recording the podcast in the barbershop when Biggie broke his neck. That's how long ago that happened. It's pretty crazy
1: oh wow oh yeah yeah um but yeah like I said the new day would return um and for Biggie I just re- I just realized like at least if he does have to retire he, at least he got to become champion one time that's before. what all the
0: comments all the comments were like I'm just yeah. glad that I saw him get the belt once you know what I mean at least kind of thing yeah yeah
1: he got to have a moment so that's nice um, but I'm sure as we hear more about it, we'll, we'll talk about it on the pod. Uh, the main event, though, of the night was Cody Rhodes teaming up with Seth Rollins, Shinsuke Nakamura uh, against the Judgment Day. Uh, before the match started, Raquel Rodriguez would attack the Ripley of a match. and continue this feud. It was match. a very good main event, um, which would sh- see, like I said, Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins, and Shinsuke winning in the end. But uh, right before the show ended, Shinsuke would hit uh, Rollins with a Kinshasa. So I don't know if you all have been paying attention with Shinsuke lately. He's been kind of fed up his character on TV um, with everything. He's he's kind of done playing nice. Um, hopefully yeah, this time around he won't be low blowing people like he did with AJ <laughs> over and over. Do you guys remember that shit? And that hey, was I crazy. It. That happened like... He was just constantly low blowing. 20,
2: 20 times in a row almost.
1: So look, if we get if we get Shinsuke versus Rollins at Payback, which is the next pay per view, that's fine. I don't see Shinsuke winning, but it could be yeah. a good match.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people said Shinsuke, and he kind of needed this, but I kind of hope it's the same thing as in like it's an actual good heel run. I
0: don't him. know. I I still don't think they booked Shinsuke. I think they sh- should have given him one more shot with that 2015 NXT push, and I, I feel like the, they I never he, did that right. They they didn't they gave him his song back and like blah 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 but they didn't do anything with him like he wasn't like booked into anything cool so like I don't think it got the fair shake they but, didn't make
2: him feel special at all right
0: so maybe the so yeah maybe the heel run will be good but I still don't think that they gave him the fair shake of the babyface run that he deserved to to this last A little time.
1: bit like right in the beginning when he won the rumble you know he won the rumble like after not being there too long. Only to lose at AJ at Mania.
0: Yeah, but I'm talking about this last run when he was gone for a while and came back after Rick Boogs. Like they should have let it, given him one more try as the as the dancing Michael Jackson character. But I don't feel like they really booked him in anything cool. You
1: know Part of me would like to see him back down at NXT and going for that NXT title again. Sometimes that's been good for people.
0: I just can't. I to love go Shawn back Michaels. down there. For Shawn a Michaels. Bit. Shawn Michaels is my favorite wrestler of all time. I just can't trust him to book NXT. Just, I just, can't. It's just too. It's
1: just too much. It's Just too. Well, weird, even Dana Brooke's doing better down there. Yeah. Um, Mustafa Lee's doing better. Finn kind of, you know, had that resurgence with the Prince gimmick uh, when he went back.
0: That was before the pandemic, though. I thought that was during.
2: So that'd be AAA still running it.
0: Yeah, yeah. that was okay. that was well, before that we. we they point. still had a. That was before. They had Two
1: is Sean Michaels. Before multi- I mean bald, Sean Shawn was Michaels there, Michaels but he wasn't the one running it. Yeah. 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 He was more of a producer, I think. Ever ever since
2: Shawn Michaels shaved his hair, it's gone downhill.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> he cut
1: off a
0: superpower, oh. damn it. <laughs> <He> <laughs> <laughs> it.
1: Um. But that's all for Raw this week. Anything to add before we get into Dynamite?
0: Uh, nothing for Raw. Good, I It It's better did, Raw than before. Yeah, I actually thought it was a good Raw this week. I, I, I pretty much enjoyed it all, all the way through. As usual, three hours is too long,
1: but it was still a good show. Uh, I, I think I'd say I enjoyed actually everything this week. Um, so let's start off with Dynamite. I liked how it opened this week with the... Jericho Appreciation Society mandatory meeting, which resulted in basically everyone walking out on him,
2: <laughs> quit. and
1: disbanding the Jericho Appreciation Society. I just wish Matt Minard had said, you know, Jericho, this doesn't make my nipples hard. And I know he walk out, but he didn't say anything like that. He
2: didn't say anything about his nipples. His nipples
0: are. Sammy would be it's the last over, to walk out. It's over. The nipples. <laughs> He he tried to make fetch happen. It didn't work. They they let it go.
2: We still um, want it. <laughs> Jk would, want the would
1: end up saying that he liked his hat. He said, "I yeah. liked that hat." That was his <laughs> final words before walking. <laughs> um. So yeah, it looks like Jericho Appreciation Society is kind of no more right now.
2: Daniel Garcia did. Mello
1: still can't cut a promo.
2: Uh, she's awful. Still cutting promos. <laughs> so, um, Daniel Garcia did his dance to quit.
1: That was okay. That was kind of funny. He's like, he's like I'm out of here. Anyway. The crowd popped. The crowd pops right yeah. now. I kind of pop for it too. So I hate stupid. that like stupid shit grows on me. Except for The Moon by Isaiah Cassidy will never grow on
2: me. I still hate that. And don't uh-huh. do it right now.
1: <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Tim's uh-huh. doing it. Um,. <laughs> So after that, we would have our first match. Dude, of guys, the week, just real quick, just y-
0: just never forget when he called for him, and oh. you just hear, oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> orgasmic Isaiah!
1: I knew you'd come, <laughs> I knew you'd come. then oh,
0: I mean, does the <laughs> dive
2: then humps the floor? So stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, right, Andy. What's next?
1: Awful. We would have the first match of the night uh, on dynamite, which would be the Young Bucks defeating the Hardys. Um, I thought Jeff, in particular, looked a little Mm -hmm. better than he had been.
2: He moved a lot. He's just not
1: explosive anymore.
2: Yeah, it's like when he goes up to the Swan. He does a swanton. He steps on you know every single rope on the way up. Where he used to be able just to kind of like jump almost up to the top.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And like takes a minute more. Which also, we can talk about this because I know it's next week, but or this coming Wednesday that he's in a freaking death match. Yeah. So
1: he's which so he's in a Texas Chainsaw Massacre death match with Jeff Jarrett. So he's in there with an older guy and it's a guy. this? And it's a death match.
0: This is 2007 bad TNA.
1: Why is this happening in 2023? And it's pro- it's pro- on it's pro- promoting a w. game that IGN gave a six out of ten.
2: Yeah, it's a it's promoting a game that I'm only going to play because it's going to be on Game Pass, which is what I have.
1: And I what, paid so eighty. A free game? And
2: yeah. I
0: paid eighty dollars for it the day that it came out. goddammit. it! So. Whatever. No,
1: not fight forever. No, 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 no. No, this <laughs> oh. is. A, there's a Texas Chainsaw Massacre game that IGN <laughs> didn't give a very good score. And so this yeah. is called the Texas Chainsaw Massacre Deathmatch. Oh. Yeah. That's terrible. Why do you yeah. have to do this one to Jeff Hardy? I
2: know. I don't like when any And also, what's the story
1: behind things? Things.
2: it? Yeah, I don't like. It's just thrown
1: together for an TNA, reason. TNA,
0: bro. It's like. TNA. <laughs>
2: It's like people can make fun of like W doing like their Mountain Dew match or whatever, but then AEW does this, which is the exact same thing, and I hate it. This is the, going to be dude, the story. I
0: he's like, wonder if they're in Texas. The story he's going to be like, dude, you remember in two thousand six when the, at Final Resolution when you beat me in the King of the Mountain match, and then because to, Tony Khan's a mark for that shit, and then he's gonna be like, yeah, it's brother, <laughs> and they're going to bring back some shit from like thirty years ago,
1: and he comes and out to modest. By Proxy Wajin.
0: <laughs> He's going to come out by Modest. He's going to come out with his TNA theme song and have his TNA belt.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Comes out as Willow. Oh, no. <sighs> Speaking of TNA, I finally saw the clip for the first time of when Sting turns Joker in front of Bobby Roode and puts the black paint all over his face.
0: I hate it. I might even have J- a little <gasps> Joker left in me.
1: <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> It's
0: awful. Oh, crowd was
1: loving it, and he's like wearing Ed Hardy T-shirts, like. Yeah,
2: the one thing that I also saw that I re- well, I recently saw that is doing now is obviously since AEW has a video-, video game, they're marketing theirs as the top-rated wrestling video game. Like they they didn't yeah, used I mean, to say they that they
1: didn't have it before because there was no other one competing, had no
2: competition. Yeah. So now they're actually saying like, "Oh, we're the best wrestling video game," which I thought was. Interesting, they just switched it up.
0: I mean, um, <laughs> I pay, I play, fight forever, like weekly. But I will say that it, it is glitchy, and there are problems with the game for sure. Yeah.
1: Um. Still on this segment, though, with the Hardys and the Bucks, uh, I remember Excalibur was on. Excalibur was on commentary and described the Hardys by saying "work smarter, not harder," which is basically the nicest way of saying these guys <laughs> aren't the guys that you remember. Um, no.
2: <laughs> but
1: So afterwards, though, one takeaway from this is FTR would have a confrontation with the Bucks, and um, the challenge would be accepted for their match at all-in. So this yeah. is going to be, you know, one of the most more anticipated matches on that card coming up.
2: It's going to be a great match, I think.
1: Yeah. Uh, then we had what I really enjoyed, actually, was Jack Perry versus RVD for the RVD. RVD championship. Same match as Chris Jericho, like I said, and can go, in my opinion, a lot better than him.
2: You know, RVD was one of my favorites back then.
1: He was mine for a little bit, like early yeah. 2000s.
2: Which um, I I know I texted you guys this, but I still don't understand his body proportions. His chest
1: seems like it's... I never understand rhinos. All right, rhinos, rhinos is, is weird. Rhinos yeah. is a, like he's a big square. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, so I don't know if you noticed. Um, I found out later that Jack Perry's tights were supposed to poke at uh Jerry Lynn. Jerry Lynn's yeah. tights. I thought he was. I, I thought like a- I thought maybe he was
0: wearing actual Jerry Lynn's tights. Like, I wasn't sure. Like I was like I didn't know if Jerry Lynn like gave them to him to wear or whatever, but. Yeah, yeah. I knew right away when I saw him what he was what he was trying to yeah. do.
2: Yeah. I because people showed flashbacks to when they wrestled in those same tights.
1: So, how do you guys though think about uh, how RVD, fifty two years old, did in there?
2: He can move. He can, that spinning
1: he's... that spinning drop kick off of the uh, turn off the uh, yeah off the ring onto yeah, Jack, Jack Perry murdered great- him.
2: Yeah, and uh, even as, like, the Frog Splash looked better than a lot of people's right now. Frog Splash looked great. Uh, he even, like, hopped up to the top thunder. rope. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Rolling on Every, the chair. Everything
1: looked great. He looked, he looked really good. He looked better than some of the recent things I'd saw on, on Impact in the last few years, actually. Yeah, I, I think he got more in shape
2: recently, too. Uh, I, he was, like, sweating like crazy, <laughs> like, 10 minutes into the match, but that was the only thing.
1: But uh, yeah, I actually really enjoyed it, and it's uh, getting Perry over more as a heel.
2: Yeah, do you think they're gonna keep doing that with uh, like Jerry Lynn coming out and then
0: having a new wrestler
2: or no?
1: I don't know. I mean, what other ECW? I don't know. Come I don't know besides, how many like, in... Rhino or Tommy yeah, Dreamer. Yeah, but my thing,
0: or... my my guy, my thing besides Rhino is, and I guess Tommy Dreamer. But like, who else can still even go? You know, from that. Yeah. RVD was like, like a re- Really
1: actually go. Bubba.
2: Yeah, Bubba can go. I don't go. want him on the show. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Come on. Bubba can so go.
0: Love your bully, Ray. Um uh,
1: <laughs> other than that, I can't I can't think of who. Um maybe Chris Benoit. Um <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. after Jack Perry and R V D we would have uh MJF and Adam Cole at the trampoline park which I thought was a hilarious segment. Uh, MJF did not want to be there until he found out that there was dodgeball, and he would just be pegging little kids with uh, dodgeballs there. Um, this w- this would eventually, though, lead to an in-ring <laughs> promo segment with the two, and MJF thought they were out there due to a promo battle, <laughs> who uh, MJF would end up, um, I forget the line, but... He, said, he says, you're, "Like uh, pale." If he wasn't, I don't know.
2: You're so pale uh, white, yeah, skinny and pale that if this was the '80s, Hogan would have snorted you.
1: Yeah, there we go. That's the line. Thank you, Jeremy. Yeah. Um, but no, the real reason they were out there is like, according to Adam Cole, is they wanted he wanted to challenge for the ROH tag titles on the zero hour of All In. Now. How do you feel about Adam Cole and MJF on the Zero Hour? I mean, I do you think it's done to get eyes? Yeah. On there.
2: I mean, it definitely is, but also like I would have had a problem if they weren't wrestling in the main event too.
1: And like that was all they were doing.
2: Yeah, that would be a bigger issue. But they're like wrestling as a tag team, which is more of a comedy act than like the main event is going to be serious.
1: So it's it's to draw eyes, you think?
2: Yeah, and also I think it's probably a good idea to like have. This well, match. then they'll have a long break either.
1: before the main event.
2: Yeah, they, they'll have like probably three hours. You know, that's the, the Open's be...
1: awesome, though.
2: They are really and They're
1: good. the ROH Tag Champions right now. I
2: don't think MJF and uh, Adam Cole are going to win, but... No.
1: Maybe that's when they turn on each other, right before the main event. Like the yeah, day exactly. of their actual match.
2: Everyone's going to want to watch that, too, to see if that happens. Yeah.
1: No, it'll, and it, it does get eyes uh, to it, I'll admit... Um but continuing with the segment, Roderick Strong would end up interrupting and he would end up siding with uh siding with the kingdom.
2: Roderick Strong. Is and, so and, 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 and
1: he's he's also a terrible promo. He's like yeah. up there with Jeff Hardy on the mic. Um, but I just want to believe know where MJF all my would basically, of the night
0: are Dude when Jeff my Hardy was, Where's my creatures of the night? <laughs> Dude, Jeff Hardy on the mic was terrible. I just saw him
1: <laughs> do th- like that in a promo against Ric Flair and AJ Styles in the ring. So bad, oh my and he's wearing he's wearing one of those beanie caps with like the brill like the brim. I mean, yeah, right? yeah, that was in like two thousand ten. Yeah,
0: AJ's wearing the Ric uh, Flair robe with the
1: feathers that fall off.
0: It's
1: so bad. <laughs> Actually, he was in there in a brown suit at that time, but oh, okay, yeah. um, but he w- when he comes out the ring, I'm sure he was wearing it. Um. So, yeah, you side with the kingdom, and I believe MJF would end up, like, kind of, like, putting down Roderick Strong, and it would cause friction between him and Adam Cole. Yeah,
2: that was another good one, because he basically, you know, he had the, um, was it, the what chance, or the yeah chance, going with MJF when he was cutting that promo, because he's like, I want you to go home, and he's like, I want you to go to your bed, hug your uh, Hello Kitty pillow, and he's like, put some Taylor Swift on, and shake it off, you bland bitch. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I knew there was some line that that uh, got me. Yeah, that was it.
2: Yeah, I thought that was pretty good.
1: Um, the crowd popped for it. Yeah. Um, moving forward, the Blackpool Combat Club would defeat the Lucha Brothers, and then uh, Darby Allen uh, would interrupt the mogul Embassy. Um, Sting would return, I guess, from "quote unquote" injury, and he would take them yeah. all out with his baseball bat. And then our main event was Hikaru Shida uh, defending her women's championship against uh, Anna Jay, and she would end up beating her. So that was dynamite. So that's was a, a solid was that a
2: part of that like tournament thing that they're doing for the women's no. title?
1: I do no. not believe so because she's the champion. She would <laughs> already have been in it, right?
2: Yeah, but they had her like in a bracket. Like she. Well, had, so like, Tony an...
1: Storm. Yeah, she. But she was in it, and Tony Storm got a bye.
2: Yeah. But it seemed like Sheeta had to still win a match.
1: It might have been then. I don't know. But this was for the belt. Yeah. That's which was, I, yeah. It was weird. So that's why I'm like it, it should have been. Um, yeah. No, this wasn't for the bracket. As I'm looking, it was for the belt. Okay. So Sheeta was already part of it, and Tony Storm got a buy. So there was two more slots that okay. need to be need to be filled. Um, anything to add to Dynamite before we get into SmackDown?
2: Nope.
1: All right, SmackDown. Uh, Charlotte Flair versus Asuka would open up the show, when it would end in a no contest when Damage Control would attack. Um, I don't know why they needed to do this though, because Io uh, Sky is the champion right now. You know why? Why does they yeah. do they need to do it? But I just that think is- this all leads to her versus Bailey at some point. I, I think, think so. Dakota Kai yeah. is still injured. I thought Bailey was going to
2: do that thing like Christian's doing right now with the TNT title where she's like, we're the champions.
1: And oh, kind of like yeah. Do that thing. Which is still hilarious to me. Yeah. Uh, more of that happens. We'll talk more about that on Collision. Um, AJ Styles versus Karrion Kross.
0: Good match. Uh, I, minus,
1: minus a couple botches, it was pretty good. I just don't care for this feud, but have you guys seen the whole thing online of Karrion Kross, even though he's been... Having so many losses this year, everything that he has said has happened. It's like a wrestling theory. Really? So I'll try to name a few. So uh, one, this is no order. He said he would take away Shinsuke's honor. Shinsuke would end up, you know, going heel. He put a hourglass in front of Roman and the bloodline a while ago. TikTok on the bloodline ending about a year later would be done basically. Uh, Said he would take away Drew's temperament. Drew would end up fighting his best friend, Seamus. Something about Rey Mysterio that would end up uh, making or ended up with Rey attacking his own son. And
2: Hmm. then
1: AJ, I'm not sure what he said he would take away from AJ, but. Interesting. It's a cool little theory if you think about it, even though he's lost all these feuds. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He never, he never feuded with Roman, but he did. Yeah have the hourglass on
2: but also that's like the most interesting thing i heard about him since he's been back like (laughs) i've never not cared about him
1: because all those things i mean he kept saying he would do this he would do that um but yeah so i'm reading online fan theory reveals impressive impact carrion cross has had on several wwe superstars since his return um so let's see, took away Drew's temperament, he betrayed Seamus with ease, took away Madcap Moss's joy, no more jokes, he is now Riddick Moss again, took away Mysterio's patience, then Ray would end up hitting Dom, took away Nakamura's honor, and then, yeah. So it's, I think it's pretty interesting, but yeah, you're right, it's the most interesting <laughs> thing with Karrion Cross. <laughs> since Cross <laughs> has been bad. It's his best thing, he, it's
0: his um, best thing he's yeah, got ma- going. I don't really care exactly. for this feud. I think
1: I've seen the I feel like I've seen this match three times now. Carrion Cross and AJ just in like different yeah. ways. And Carrion Cross just keeps saying he's not finished with him.
2: <laughs> he loses five know. times I'm real. not, I'm not with done you. with you.
1: I'm not finished with German you. All over again.
0: What a dude, one of the um,
1: Edge would come out to a big pop. I don't think that they knew that he was gonna be there. Um so he would he would be out there and kind of okay. So the main thing is that he challenged Sheamus, who he said he's never had a match with. Um, he challenged him for next week in Toronto. He talked about how kind of one of the reasons, which is this, is actually true. I remember him talking about this. I think at some point um, the reason why he thought he could possibly come back is that when Sheamus came up to Edge's place for the Celtic Warrior workout edge took him biking and edge took a big fall. It's on video and he was fine afterwards. And all these people would end up coming. Like if he can do that, like fall like that and be fine. Like why couldn't he get in the ring? And that got edge kind of talking to doctors and moving (laughs) forward of seeing if he could come back. Um, all true by the way. And so, um, I also didn't know that he had never faced Seamus, which is interesting. Even though during that, that whole era, I was kind of out, um, so, it it's going to take place in Toronto now. According to Edge's trainer, someone talked to him. He's thinking it's going to be Edge's last match. Edge did hit last year that next time he would be in Toronto. Um, it would probably be his last match. I think maybe he thought SummerSlam was going to be there. But if it's not going to be his last match, which is really weird for just to end on SmackDown against Sheamus, maybe it's Edge's last run or if a feud. That's is what coming I was up. thinking. Yeah. Um, maybe he's just having a match because it's celebrating 25 years of Edge next week even though it's been 25 years for a couple of weeks now they're finally like doing something on TV about it but um, I I do believe we are towards the end of Edge's career on his own terms
2: yeah which is nice to say
1: yeah so um, rough start with the pandemic stuff in the greatest wrestling match of all time at Backlash.
2: oh yeah <laughs> th- it was maybe. not the greatest wrestling match ever. <laughs> no.
1: Um, is there any more people on the roster that he hasn't feud with that you guys would have liked to see? Like, he's Isn't done Cody? all the top guys. Cody, Cody, yeah, Cody would be kind of the last one in my in my mind. He did AJ, yeah. Seth, Finn. Well, uh, I guess like
2: this version of Cody because he he had
1: back in the day.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, c- he's Cody. never faced Brock.
0: Yeah, in a one-on-one. Yeah, I remember they had tag matches against each other
1: in there when I was a kid. Um, um, but that that'd be an interesting interesting feud. But he's yeah, he's basically faced all the top top guys. I don't know if he's there's really with anybody- his wife.
0: I don't really know if there's much left for him to do. You know.
1: If you were going to have a final match as a fan for Edge, I mean, would you end it again with... I mean, not that Randy can come back, or would you end it with Sheamus if this is it? Or is there someone on the roster that he could put over on his way out? I'm not sure.
2: That's a... I feel like he's done. One final
1: match with John Cena.
2: I don't know if I want to see that, though.
1: <laughs> I do. I do.
2: <laughs> I mean, I guess, yeah, maybe like Finn or like Cody or someone who. I I, he's not going to lose on Friday, though.
1: Yeah, but Finn or Cody's not going heel. You can't have two baby faces.
2: I mean, if it's like Bill does, like, this is my final match and I want to have it against
1: you. Oh, yeah. Just not Grayson Waller, please. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to wait and see, but um, I feel like it's not going to be his final match. Why would he end it on SmackDown? But
2: yeah, I don't feel like it is. But I don't know if he puts his boots down.
1: It's not true because Billy's not done. He's not know. really done. I don't know. Apparently, he'll be back. It's what I read on Ringside News. But we'll see. <laughs> um, we'll get to that though. So. Um, that'll be cool to see next week. I'll definitely be watching those two uh, wrestle each other. Yeah. Um, moving forward, LA Knight would come out and he would defeat Top Dalla. He would cut a promo on, I believe, um, or you know, he would cut a promo afterwards. Um, kind of talking about, you know, it doesn't matter what show I'm on. Um, let's see some of the things he would talk about. Well, first of all, the amount of, you know, LA Knight shirts in the crowd is you can just like see a sea of yellow now which is cool to see if you're a fan of his yeah um but yeah he would cut a promo um i think you know kind of hinting that he wants to go after a title i believe i mean he should <laughs> as well as should uh you said something in in relation to the miz so that's definitely con- uh continuing that feud Uh, After that Santos Escobar was attacked by Austin Theory Backstage earlier in the night And then when it came time for his match Against Austin Theory For the US title Santos would be attacked again on his way out to the ring So Rey Mysterio Would end up replacing uh, Santos Escobar And would end up defeating Austin Theory for the United States Championship One question Has Rey been United States Champion before? I think so has he been Intercontinental? I feel um, like no.
2: I don't think so. That's also the one title that Cena needs to I'm be. I'm just a Grand wondering Slam. if
1: he's a Grand Slam or not.
2: Yeah, it's what Cena also needs is the intercontin- Intercontinental. Seamus needs
1: intercontinental. the needs the Intercontinental.
2: Does he? Yeah. I where yeah. he's been.
1: That was the whole thing with him going after Gunther's championship at one point. Oh. Is that he needed the Intercontinental? Yeah,
2: I'm but I'm glad that Ray got a push now. I don't I don't know what they're doing with him,
1: but so apparently this the plan was for Ray to win all along. So I don't know if it's gonna turn to a feud with Escobar being jealous. But Ray was supposed to face theory all along. Um I don't know if how they got there was you know what they actually planned, but
2: do you think maybe now it's like eventually it could be Ray and Dominic again for a title?
1: I don't know. I don't want to see it this soon. Yeah,
0: we're At not least. asking what you want to see. Yeah. We're asking Booker andy.
1: No. <laughs> yeah, would you the book it? <laughs> is no, no. All right. <laughs> All right, let's get to the final segment, which was. Uh, which was the bloodline? Um, bloodline would come, or I, I can't even call it the bloodline anymore because
2: it's just—it's Roman, Jay,
1: Roman, Jay, and the Wise Man, Roman Paul Jay. Heyman. Jimmy would end up though coming out from the crowd, and uh, I believe he'd be on the mic with Roman for a little bit and say that you know what he did had nothing to do with Roman or trying to be trying to be back in the bloodline. Uh, Roman was offering him, you know, what do you want, a car? What do you want, uh, money? You know, he basically offered him, he said, a "A boat? He said, no, how about a yacht? Uh, Basically offered him everything except for a title shot, which is funny. Which apparently isn't what Jimmy wanted. But Jay would end up coming out, I believe, and uh, Jimmy would end up telling Jay that he did what he did uh, for Jay, because he said that Jay would basically turn into Roman. I don't understand that point, but yeah, basically being an asshole like Roman is. Um, That didn't make much sense. (laughs) Yeah. So Jimmy, it says Jimmy would explain what being the tribal chief did to Roman, uh, how it, you know, corrupted Roman and how he wanted to save Jay from that. Um, But Jay would end up uh, super kicking his brother And then uh, I think Roman would end up like cracking up and start talking to him, and then Jay would end up super kicking Roman as well and kind of dip out of there. And then he said, you know, he's leaving WWE.
2: Yeah, and they and WWE took him off like the roster and put him in the alumni now.
1: So we okay. First of all, dummies, yeah, dummies online. (laughs) are like, he's going to AEW. It's like, dude, he's not... That's so stupid. He's not fucking going... He's not announcing on live TV. He's going, like, he's putting WWE. He didn't actually What makes more sense is other people online saying... And I don't mean, like, a source. I just mean, like, fans are like, uh, this is a way to bring in Rikishi to settle stuff between... Hey, it could be. The two brothers. Yeah. You know? um, That makes more sense than Joshua Fatu mean is now all elite. Yeah, right. Because like, so like,
2: why would why would AEW even do that too?
1: <laughs> so dumb. So, yeah. um, I just don't think. But it looks like I th- I did read though. I think the bloodline is taking kind of a break for a little bit off of television. Yeah, well, Roman is Other people though, this will give other people time to shine and get over because that that spot takes up a lot of TV time. On a two-hour show.
2: But also, Sometimes Roman's not going to be there. Sometimes they have
1: an opening segment and a final and the, match at the yeah. end of the night.
2: But also, there's going to be no title other than the, what, U.S. title?
1: Yeah, now it's in Rey Mysterio's hands.
2: Yeah, because Roman's not going to be there until... And let's admit,
1: know. Sammy and Kevin are both t- champions, but they're never on SmackDown.
2: Yeah, maybe they can come over now.
1: <laughs> well, Isn't Kevin, like, a little hurt?
2: I think he is. That's why Sam is doing a lot of stuff right now.
1: So what do you think, Tim, of this whole Bloodline segment? Me and Jeremy have just kind of been talking the whole time. No, this I segment. mean,
0: it's one of those things where I actually I I like it. I actually like the whole main event Jay thing. I like that Jay is like, quote-unquote, like, going to do like the whole, like, I'm running off and I'm going to do my own thing and be a not a vigilante, but he's going to like just be like his own free agent kind of thing like that i'm kind of lone wolf the lone wolf i'm I'm kind of cool with all that but i mean the bloodline's gone at this point right like it's not the same like it'll never be like how it was
1: do you think for the people the people that are getting like bloodline fatigue as you could say that they're like you know they're like well and and, and, if all all them are off tv for a little bit that'll make it
0: yeah, but I mean, it's kind of like be popular of the, again. I think we've all been worried about that since we originally talked about like when Cody didn't win the title at Mania. We were all like, dude, like, I mean, how long is this going to go on for? You know?
1: But I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. During the pandemic era, I was over Roman being champion, and then like they got me back in. And now I'm just like, okay, yeah. how much longer? So they're gonna have to do something yeah. to get everyone's attention again.
2: That's why that bottom of the third excuse now doesn't work for me anymore. <laughs> I'm like, it's been like the bottom of the third for like almost a year.
1: It's
0: like we're we're in the
1: second. How many innings are now? in baseball?
0: 9
2: like, let's get some outs going then. Nine innings in baseball. Yeah, we're only a third.
1: It's been three years by that by that. <laughs> Number it's only it's been three years <laughs> and we're only a third in that means nine years it's an, in a year per inning
2: yes brother that's yes. ridiculous long term when, when it's
1: over Roman's going to retire yeah <laughs> that's You're how Roman. it ends he, he ends through retire it ends through retirement yeah no one beats he, him re- he retires as champion <laughs> yeah. no one beats him <laughs> oh my god okay wow. If you guys don't have anything to add, we can get into Rampage super quick. I, I I got, wanted to talk about.
0: I got nothing right now. <laughs>
1: uh, Luchasaurus would attack Darby Allen after Darby defeated Brian Cage to continue this feud. Um, Orange Cassidy would defeat Johnny TV in an international championship match. Afterwards, the Blackpool Combat Club would surround the ring. Um,
0: I wonder what's next say We're on getting
1: you think we're getting Moxley and Cassidy versus? Oh yeah. Each other at All In International Championship.
2: Oh, it could be. I don't know.
1: Gets th- both I'll, on the card.
2: I was just gonna say. I, I wonder why you put this next match on here to talk about. You
1: you didn't read the last part. The last part after <laughs> after, after the names. That's. I mean, I had to put it on here. But uh, okay. we had Soraya <laughs> defeating Sky <Blue. laughs> In order to advance in the uh, all-in match, so right now we have three Ugh. of the four competitors: Soraya, shout out to uh, Sky Her Blue, car, Shida, and Tony Storm. Shout <laughs> out to Sky Blue's Ace, all right, because <laughs> she's got a fit. Oh my god! <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> Jesus. Kyle
0: take Fletcher, it, take it, and Sky take Blue, it, take a cold, <laughs> take a cold shower, boss.
1: So yeah Soraya Though and Tony Storm are part of the same Group but they're uh they're gonna be Going against each other in this fatal four way We still need um, The last one and I don't know who The last two to go uh,
2: Britt Baker and Ruby Zoho I
1: think Yes I don't know if it's Ruby Zoho No is it Britt Baker and the bunny
2: Yeah the bunny that's what it is Yeah.
1: I really hope Britt Baker wins the whole thing I'd like to see her champ again. Yeah, but I I'd... was more invested in the women's division on AW when Britt Baker was the champion. I thought yeah. she was better.
2: They just um, just gave it to Sheeta though. I know, but
1: and they had confetti. <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> Got a fart in my dinner, Jeremy. <sighs> what um, are you talking about? <laughs> that's all I want to say. <laughs> i've only ever heard that expression one time it's from sebastian maniscalco he said and then he has to fart on my dinner (laughs) um whatever rampage that's all i have to say to it uh hour-long show that was like 45 minutes of the show right there that i talked about yeah uh so then we will end with collision Tony Schiavone and Ricky Starks open up the show, where Ricky Starks would cut a f- fantastic promo, in my opinion, very passionate. Um, and I wish he had said, you know, tell me when I'm telling lies, because a lot of the stuff he said, I was <laughs> like, I was like, this is good shit, I agree with you.
2: That would have been a good uh, line.
1: Um, what did he say though? He said he compared what he did to steamboat to a parent spanking their kids. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> this is probably the most passionate promo, promo I've seen in a long time.
1: Yeah, Ricky Starks would end up saying that he was suspended for 30 days for attacking Steamboat. But then, uh, yeah, the reason why he attacked Ricky is because actions have consequences. Um, and Starks would end up saying that he got his manager's license, so he would still be on the show every week. Yeah. But uh, even though he's a heel and he cut a heel promo, the crowd was eating it up what do you guys think of it yeah.
2: he's gonna be a heel but a heel that people cheer basically which I know is ironic but um, I feel well, I feel been, like
1: you can cut a great promo people are gonna like you
2: yeah I feel like in most places people will, will cheer Ricky stars because they know who he is and they want him to be doing well uh, and like this I guess the not so wrestling cities that they go to he's gonna get booze how
1: about you Tim
0: Yeah, I mean, I I kind of agree with Jeremy's assessment on the whole thing. If it's not a wrestling city, he's going to get booed. What do you think of his promo? I thought it was good. I mean, I don't know. There's something about it where, I mean, I get that he this is one of the more passionate ones he's done, but I'm still having trouble buying into
1: the whole thing. You just got to be different, don't you?
0: What? <laughs> For no, Ricky? Just <laughs> I feel like no, I'm, I'm the just only saying one. You got to
1: be the different one, don't you? No,
0: I don't feel like I'm the only one.
1: I thought we all liked Ricky.
0: I do like Ricky Starks. I just I'm no, i am not. Alex, your
1: boy, Punk.
0: I'm just not. <laughs> when
2: he's against Punk, Tim's like, I hate this guy.
0: You know what it is? No, no, no. I like Ricky Starks. I just don't think this is Ricky Starks' like final form, so to speak. Like, I think there's going to
1: – he has. Well, I was about to say, I don't think he's at top championship level yet, but he's on his way there. You know when you, like – Like, say, I don't think almost... he should hold the belt or anything.
0: Like, I, I used to love Edge, right? Like Well, I mean, I, I still love Edge, but I loved Edge in the early 2000s. But I kind of knew that Edge was like – Something about it like wasn't right until he became like the rated R superstar. And then I was like, All right, now
1: Superstar. I
0: mean, and and dude, and this is holding in high praise. I'm talking about Edge and Ricky Starks in the same sentence. And then also Roman. Roman was always good, but the something about the dog, the big dog, and like I was like, Yeah,
1: just tea. top dog, the big dog. The and big then, dog likes to eat dog food, don't forget. But then you really <laughs> like, succotash.
0: But then I feel like when you find it, you find it. I just don't know if, if this is it yet.
1: No, I think I think you're right though. I think Ricky eventually something's gonna happen that kicks it into high gear and then we're gonna Because be like, he's okay.
0: very young. And he this is like his first you, like character. If you keep
1: putting him with top guys though, he's only gonna it only is gonna help him get there. No, I agree. You know, he had a feud with MJF, he had a feud with CM Punk.
0: He's hanging he's hanging with um, the big dogs. Speaking of big dogs. Hey,
1: MJF's young. Yeah, but
0: he's like a prodigy. MJF's
1: young and he's the he's the champion. He's the yeah, champion. but
0: he's like he's kind of like a freak of nature. He's um, like not he's not like normal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think he's been wrestling less than a decade.
0: It's like yeah, he, he's twenty five, but he's just, actually like has like the experience of like a sixty year old wrestler for some reason.
1: He's just like a freak. I don't know how that's it's possible. crazy possible. Um, so moving forward, the Acclaim would defeat Iron Savages without Daddy Ass at their side. They would come out with his boots, and uh, during their uh, entrance, um, Anthony Bones would say, Scissor me, and he wanted to say Daddy Ass, but there was no Daddy Ass to scissor. God, show that what I just said to someone that doesn't know wrestling or anything. I know. That whole like 10-second clip of what I just said. No daddy ass. They're holding daddy ass's boots, and then they turn around to scissor daddy ass, but there was no daddy ass to scissor. Oh my god! That's why I There's love clip of The week. <laughs> <laughs> clip it. Um, speaking of Anthony Bowens, I watched finally watched him on Chris Stefano's podcast. It was yeah. actually really good. It was interesting.
2: Also, friend of the show. Yeah, Ooh. Anthony Bowens.
1: We got to play that clip. Why? Because we we'll got a
0: cameo it, from him? We'll play it. We'll play it next yes, time. Yes, Andy. That's why. Okay. Well, I thought, I thought I thought.
1: me and Tim talked about it last no, week. No, Andy. Maybe. It's because
0: I called him and right. talked to him on the phone yesterday. Like, of course it's because of the
1: cameo. Really? How'd you get his number?
0: All right.
2: What's the next match?
1: Well, with that being said, then so is Danhausen. Oh,
2: well, he is a yeah, fan
1: of the show. he is. Which, does anyone know where he's been? I think Isn't he hurt? I don't know. Saw a video of him out of paint at like a concert. I think he was at like he festival. was at
0: sound he was in sets at Sound and Fury, the hardcore festival. Because he's the man. Because that's where cool fucking dudes gotcha. like Anhausen go hang out. <laughs> shout out! Uh, shout so out to God's hate.
1: Andrew Everett, Brody King's man, God's Hate. But do we shout out? But but do we shout out Brody King? Yes. Okay, I thought you had an issue with something you said a while ago. That's all. Well, Night. he said
2: a good thing a while ago.
0: Yeah,
1: he's oh, told he was coming the... to someone's defense. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah Sorry, I got told... it backwards. No, yeah. Who do, who do King, you call out?
0: He he said, "I bet you think uh, when uh, women and black people oh, was touching me too."
1: <laughs> he's like, "You old fuck." Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. I got it backwards, guys. We like Birdie King. Yeah, fuck <laughs> yeah, Birdie King's the man. <laughs> right. Samoa would def- Joe would defeat Andrew Everett and cut a promo afterwards. Um, basically, he had already challenged Sam Punk, right? So he was waiting on answer, saying that he hasn't heard. What he said, yeah. he's like, he hasn't heard from the real champion, or the real champion is a real coward, or something like that. Real yeah, he's been
2: ignored, and then he's like, I'm not asking anymore, I'm telling you.
1: Um, I'm trying to find the line, but I can't. Oh, well, um, so we'll talk more about Samoa in a little bit. But Christian and Christian Cage and Luchasaurus would have a segment. Um, Christian is still holding on to that belt like it's his, uh, but they would cut a promo and would be interrupted by Arn and Brock Anderson. Since they were in uh, what Greensboro, North Carolina? Yeah, they were in the famous arena there. So, uh, which is basically the home of the Four Horsemen. The crowd popped for them. Also, Brock
2: looks rough. Like what I mean, he looks get? like his dad, but he shouldn't look <laughs> like his dad yet. <laughs> you know what I mean? a twenty twenty
1: three version of Iron. Our- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he looks. You said if I was in. The- if it was 20 years earlier, I would get in there and serve you a spine buster. see, I can game? my son Brock That's a pretty good impression. Brock's gut made it to the ring before Brock did. <laughs> um, so yeah, Arn and Brock would come out. This leads to Luchasaurus defeating Brock in a TNT Championship match. Um, Darby Allin would come out, though, and uh, attack afterwards. Are we getting... Him versus Luchasaurus at all out or him all versus out. Christian?
2: No, it's versus Luchasaurus. Okay. Yeah, that's at all out, so a week after all in.
1: But didn't did Darby challenge Christian to a match next week? I think he I well, think he goaded I think he like like goaded yeah. him into a match. Basically like yeah. you say you're blah blah blah. Yeah. Um so we'll all see. right. Our main event. House of Black versus CMFTR for the Trios Championships. Awesome match. I believe it opened up with CM Punk across the ring from Malachi Black.
0: Yeah,
2: this was um, That's crazy.
1: Every one of these competitors are, is super good in the ring. Um, no matter how you pair them up once one-on-one against in each other, no matter who the legal man is, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, good say. But CM Punk is basically, or FTR, one of the two has been in the main event every single week since collision has started um it's been known that house of Bla- collision is a house of black show they're not on any any other um one of a w s television shows so to kind of get the top you know six guys in one match was cool to see um you know if this didn't get ratings to collision it's gonna be hard to find something else that that would get people's eyes you know on the product um but i really enjoyed the match winners were house of black due to uh samoa joe coming um out at one point and choking out cm punk towards the end of the match um which it would basically become a three on two i believe and then house of black would end up getting the win what you guys think of the match before we talk about what happened afterwards
2: Match is good. I did like the I like this spot because I was waiting for it for CM Punk when he sat cross legged and Malachi slat, sat across from him there. It's a pretty big pop from the crowd. They both but... did
1: a double like uh, kick to each other's heads, yeah. CM yeah, Punk I, and Malachi. Also, I liked,
0: I liked those two spots literally that you just said. So it's funny that you both brought those up specifically. Yeah. And then also just the fact of when they first got into the ring with each other and did the face off. Because I was like, this is pretty wild. Because if you took 2010 fan me 2011 and then like 2016 17 fan me and was like, I was, it's like two of my favorite wrestlers from two different times like in the ring. I was like, this is cool.
1: Yeah. Um, but we would see a video that would surface online afterwards of CM Punk talking yeah, a little let's shit just, about let's, the Hangman. Let's
0: Let's not give it too much time. We'll close out with it before we get into the classic show. So just tell everybody well, what happened, and we'll. move Well, on. Tim,
1: since you, <laughs> since I'm gonna let you say, it, since you know all the wrestling fig lingo and what it means to be a, a pegger well, or whatever. A pegger. pegger. I don't think that's the
0: right term. <laughs> I, that, that could what mean was something it called? That, that could something, That could mean something well, what, to somebody. What was the
1: word then in the video? I thought that's what. That's no. what
2: it was he said pegs or something like that pegger i feel like it's okay. something totally different
0: all right you guys both need to stop right now all right so <laughs> what it is is I'm gonna find it. he called him a peg warmer which is a term warmer. that got created by the Me- the wrestling figure podcast for well and toys in general where if it's a toy that never gets bought and it's always at the same Target and Walmart every time you go there, and you see it's still hanging there. It's called a peg warmer. It's been warming the pegs. It's been sitting there a long time. So, I guess somebody was—he was responding to a fan in the audience, and he said, "You know, I walked into a department store, and I know why they call him Hangman now. He's like there was all the Hangman Adam Page action figure sitting on the pegs. He's a peg warmer." <laughs> and I was like, "Damn, that's." That's that's a roast right there. But my thing yeah. is, why are we starting this again? Everything was fine. We should have just let it go.
2: Yeah, and it's two weeks from like their biggest show too. So I'm like, don't start all this drama again.
0: Let's not start well, that didn't, again. Um,
1: didn't FTR say? Something <laughs> you know, that's what all the British the people are of. thinking. Didn't FTR <laughs> say something along the lines of like, is this a heel turn or something like that?
2: I don't know. I I didn't hear their part, but yeah. It wasn't hey, I to a and I yeah, are wants to buy them. All because someone had a sign that says this is hangman country.
1: <laughs>
2: and toys. It sounds like he got, like, triggered by that sign.
1: But doesn't he know people are going to... There's always... It after Dynamite went laugh. off the air. After Raw went off the air.
0: He's always been like this, though. He was like this in WWE. It's not anything different, you know?
1: Yeah, but the, the, yeah. the situation happened before because of <laughs> yeah. this. So it's not like he's feuding with Hangman one like, time storyline anymore. One time everyone knows was, they don't get along.
0: One time he yeah. was in the audience at the WWE show, like after a match, like he was like leaving through the crowd, and some guy like touched his shoulder, and he thought it was like this one guy that it wasn't, and he just turned around and like literally bitch slapped this dude like across the face like as hard as he could. Like he's a <laughs> li- he's a wild guy. He's always had some... Jesus. Remember
2: remember when. Remember when he was cutting that promo in the stands with when he was in WWE and this one guy kept pushing him and he turned around like just punched him in the face. No, that's
0: the one I'm talking about where you hit the wrong guy. Oh, that's the one? Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, he, yeah, yeah that he, was a fist. He didn't that was in the open that wasn't a slap. That was like a closed fist. Jesus.
0: He was wild.
1: Well, was, <sighs> you know, right? it's not like they're always separated um They had to be together on pay-per-views and stuff, so it'll be interesting. I just hope nothing stupid comes out of it again. But, yeah, Tim, take us out of here.
0: Well, that's wrapping up this episode, episode 95 of The PW Fan. We thank you for joining us, and we can't wait to be back next week. Before we go, let's close out with a classic show of the week recommendation. So, you got some homework tonight. You're going to be going and watching Destination X 2007. It's for free on YouTube in high quality. Uh, so, opening match in a, this is pretty stupid, but a ghetto brawl. The Latin America in Exchange, Homicide and Hernandez versus uh, the Dudley Boys. Uh, You got uh, James Storm against P.D. Williams. Uh, You got uh, actually Billy Gunn, of all people, Daddy Ass Himself. Uh, versus Romeo Thomas, and Christy Hemi is the manager. Uh, Chris Sabin versus Jerry Lynn. Speaking of Jerry Lynn, more characters from today's wrestling peering up. Rhino versus AJ Styles. Kurt Angle versus Scott Steiner. Sting versus Abyss. And Christian Cage versus Samoa Joe. So two current AEW guys. So, yeah, this is an old-school TNA pay-per-view. Uh, I just saw that it was you know, free and high quality and I remember actually it, ordering it as a kid so hopefully you all enjoy and uh, that wraps it up and uh, until th- uh, <laughs> thank you for joining us we can't wait to be back next week until then, keep loving wrestling and take care